Home. They say it's where the heart is. They also say it's wherever you make it. They don't say it's where you unload your stuff, get tired halfway through unpacking, use some boxes as furniture, realize your oven mitts in a box that doubles as a nightstand, don't want to buy a new nightstand, and use a towel as an oven mitt instead. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on renters and car insurance. Easier than grabbing a piping hot pan with a towel that's a bit too thin and trying to quickly get it to the counter. Ooh, hot, 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 hot. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a monster truck driver to deliver pizza. And the neighbors are going wild. You can hear that engine from a mile away, Fran. And he's foregoing the driveway and heading right up the lawn and over the azaleas. What a power move. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. With six-foot tires and a roll cage, this pizza guy could quite literally crush the competition. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Guess I skipped three, two, one live. This is Jim the Keith bartender. I'm sorry, Steve. I didn't say three, two, one. I just went right into it. I'm here with Steve from Key Largo Comics. Hey, hey how you doing? Good, good. Um, oh, I had my volume way up there. I gotta watch my breathing. I sound like a pervert when I'm talking here on the really heavy breather. <laughs> Uh, this is Jim. I'm the Keys Bartender. I'm here with Steve from Key Largo Comics. We're in Key Largo. We're uh, doing this live. Um, maybe uh, we will get um, uh, someone to chat. Maybe we won't. Uh, but uh, I did one show, Steve, uh, just earlier this week, just talking, speaking directly to the opening of the checkpoints. So the checkpoints uh-huh. open at midnight. Uh, the right at the changing uh, at midnight from Sunday to Monday. Yeah. And, and we, uh, I mean, we saw some people come in here. We see some traffic, a lot of boats and things like that, but there, there's not, uh, at least where I work, there were, there was a decent amount of people out there. Can you hear my dog going ape shit right out here? Uh, just, just barely. Yeah barks every time there's a dog out and Abby put the dog in it's right in front of the the door where I'm podcasting from the room here <laughs> she'll go on you'll hear that go on for quite a while but that doesn't really bother me so we opened up and had um I guess a, a lot of people a lot of the locals said that they wouldn't come out when they opened up the uh and it's funny the people that came out of um, first to the restaurants when they open up, a lot of them yeah. weren't necessarily. Um, they poo pooed the seriousness of the 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 coronavirus, so they came out, and a lot of them, uh, a significant minority, didn't believe in the, you know putting on a mask. And I, today there are some. Right. Um, Today, to Monroe County, I think Monroe County, the BC, the Board of uh, County Commissioners, the BCOC or whatever, um, BOCC, the Board of County Commissioners, yeah, BOCC for Monroe County, where they have um, five members, they voted three to two to not make businesses uh, where, but I don't know, 
if really? that it's up to the business owners it's not mandatory and right. I, I did not see where it talked about restaurants i think the restaurants are under a different mandate from the state yeah if i'm not correct wait is there okay no that's just we are recording still recording that is good so we are not um entailed in that and there's a lot of people coming in and they're not they're um because some restaurants didn't require people to wear masks coming in i'm not going to go into detail about that right now but it was interesting though when we open up the the checkpoints a lot of the people yeah. that were poo-pooing the idea of needing where they didn't come out right yeah and then so monday night was almost all visitors and who who didn't really most of them predominantly i saw a couple people come up and leave because they saw a sign on our door that said, please wear a mask when you get to the table. Just, you know, you don't have to wear it when you're at the table because you got to eat. Obviously, you can't eat with a mask on. But when you get up, it's close quarters, so they're trying to mitigate the diff. You know, if you're wearing a mask, you, a lot of times you have to walk yeah. past people closer than six feet. So that's the reason why right. they did it. Yeah. So, And there's yeah. a lot of businesses out there where they're not crowded and stuff like that. You don't have lots of people around. May not, you know may not be necessary but and then and we'll find out uh you know what the effect will be so you you're yeah. still have you gone into work or are you still do telecommuting oh yeah i'm still working from home i don't think i'll be going into work anytime soon yeah yeah i mean i can do everything at home that i can do there so there's really no reason Oh, say so you you probably it's more convenient for you then. So, oh, way more convenient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't. I'm, you don't, I'm, you I'm don't fine. Find, yeah, and NASCARs and NASCARs back on, so you got to see that too. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. really affect yeah, it when you're watching on TV. You don't really care if there's a crowd or not, right? I could care less. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just. Uh, I did one thing about it. It's getting a lot more. I mean, there's a, NASCAR has a, a large audience, but since they're the only sport going on right now, yeah. it definitely kind of. I mean, I can't imagine that the drivers really care whether the people are there or viewing on television. You know? I doubt it. I mean, you know, without all that noise, you know, and stuff like that, you're just celebrating, you know, at the end when you, I guess when you get your award yep. and you have everyone screaming your name, that's probably the one thing, but, uh, exactly. Yeah. You know, otherwise you don't hear shit. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but we, we're at work and we had one of our slowest days. I was in on Wednesday and it was one of the slowest days really? at work. That's what the checkpoints open. I think this weekend's going to be the same way. Slow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, because I think we overestimated, much like an elderly woman who used to be hot, right? <laughs> <laughs> who yeah. expects to get hit on all the time, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, the guys are going to be all over me and stuff like that, and then they're not coming. Well, like, people are going to be shooting down here. I think what we thought was, you know, because they're used to, uh, in season on the weekends, not it's not really in season, but on the weekends you got the Miami crowd coming in, right? And then you got the obnoxious right. 
people that come in here they come in with their boats and throw their trash to get their boats together and they throw you know they they get their beer and their ice and throw the bags out and their empty boxes of uh, uh, that carry the beer off to the side, leaving it in, you know, just making, you know, walking with yeah. seven people down the aisle at the supermarket and shit yep. like that. They think that's the quintessential, but they think that's the quintessential visitor. It's not. They don't see the other 10 cars of people that come down here to snorkel, to go fishing, because they're not obnoxious, right? Right. So there's obnoxious right. people have a bigger footprint on our psyches. Sure. And yeah. we think, well, they're all like that. They're all like that. Well, that's, maybe it could be like one in 20, one in 30. Right? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. You know, one in 30. When you come, when someone, when someone comes in and let's say you get one table and it's four people and they're total jerk offs and you think, wow, what a bunch of assholes we had tonight. Well, you've just neglected the other 120 people you had there. Yeah. You know? And they may have been tense true, because know? of the people that we wrecked. I'm part. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, I would, yeah, the uh, the few bad apples give with a reputation to all of them, you know. Yeah, and so so there's that point, and the next point is how many people that really want to come down here? Because, like I said, when we reopened, and I'm not saying look, I'm right. What I'm suggesting is there's a segment of society that is comfortable going out there. I'm going to go out there. I'm just to do it because I'm tired. I just want to go out there. I want to go out and eat and all that stuff, right? Right. And there's right. a segment of society that can't afford to go out there because they lost a lot of income, right? True. And then there's a segment of the population that doesn't want to go out there because they think they're exposing themselves to danger of infection. Absolutely. So. Yeah. So with those two ones, two other groups that we didn't, the one, the group that people just want to get out there, I don't give a shit. And some of them are people that I'm going to go out, but I'm going to wear the, wear the mask and all that stuff. So they're overestimating the amount of people. Yeah, I agree. They're overestimating that. They think it's that. just going to go back. You know, there's no way it's just going to go right back to normal. You're going to have a whole uh, percentage of people, like you're saying, that just aren't comfortable going out anymore. Or, or don't have the money. Yeah. And there's going to be... Um, there's going to be a lot of things like that going on. I mean, they're just... This week, they're, we're opening up uh, bars, restaurants, and movie theaters. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I don't know um, necessarily how many people want to go to the movies. Not me. I mean, there's, first of all, the what's what's being released right now. I mean, yeah, I have you seen anything out. being released? They're going to have to get that, really. the movie mill uh, thing. I think they're going to have the same thing. But then again, at the movie theater down here, I swear to God, you don't have to worry about social distancing because I've been in that movie theater where I'm the only person in that row and there's no one in a, you know, there are three rows in front of me. Is that the one in Tab near by the hospital? I've never been there. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's yeah. like a okay. you know, the opening night or something like that. I don't know how they make money yeah. for that big that big place <laughs> and, and keep it running. You know? I just was, But I can see the bars. I can see the bars. And the funny thing about that yeah. is I did mention it was a guy asking with his wife, he said, um, Well, you know, since the Caribbean Club isn't open, will you guys open up to stay later so we can stay out and drink later? And we go, Well, 
why do you want to sit out and drink later? Because we like to be around people. And then I go, oh, okay. And I felt bad yeah. for him. But I didn't tell him why I felt bad for him. Because I thought, <laughs> they don't have any friends. Right. Yeah, so they, if they want to go, they don't have any friends. So they got to go someplace to yeah. drink some. And if they want to stay out right. after 10, and they can't get anybody to come over to their house. Because yeah. they're kind of they're kind of assholes so very sad assholes <laughs> assholes can't get anybody to go over their houses so they have to go to places so they got to go out and bug people in bars yeah yeah so they're going to be out and then friday they're going to be opening up and um when that the first place is opened up i i Isle Murata, I heard stories of Isle Murata. there's a lot of fines going around and stuff like that and then finally they're starting to lift it and once they do you know, I'll I'll be washing my hands and and drinking water, and if they remove the mask, I'll uh, I mean I may leave. It depends on what the the requirements for a restaurant. I may have it on or may not have it on. If someone comes in mm-hmm. and they look like they're, you know, I know it won't help much though. It really won't help that much for them. But if someone's hacking up a lung, uh, I oh, might dude. have to wearing the mask doesn't mitigate it as it does it about 30 percent i yeah. think they said 90 percent if both people are wearing a mask because it stops right. you from spreading as much and you have to both exactly. be wearing to get it high high so when someone else doesn't have it you know it helps me not spread it as much right. so if mm-hmm. all these people are coming to a bar and don't really care then i don't really care you know what i mean Right. Them. I do care about my family, but they, I mean, the way my daughter's been, I don't, she she and her friends, we tell them not to hug, and all the parents don't really do anything about it, and they're hugging each other all the time. That's what 13-year-old girls do. Try to tell a 13-year-old girl not to hug her 13-year-old girlfriend. Oh, hello, yeah. how are you, yeah. you know? It's like you're in New York and you're meeting for brunch. That's what they're like. You know, out there, oh uh, yeah. You just tell them right after you say, okay, remember, keep your social distance, and they go right after they do it, they go right in. You know, <laughs> right in. Yeah, and, and then you don't really have to do that with guys because the thirteen-year-old guys, girls, um, sometimes they do get, they don't get super close, at least not when, when we see them. You know, they kind of, yeah. they had their actual natural social distancing from the guys, so the girls though are all spreading around. So. uh yeah, I said that the the business wasn't all that great, and it's not that business. And we'll see what it is uh, this weekend. It's not it's not very rainy. So if you decide to come down to the Keys, because I understand Miami closed Miami closed down all its beaches, so they probably can either just head up to Fort Lauderdale and come down here. We don't have a lot of beaches. We're on the water. So. Why did Miami Why did Miami close the beaches? Uh, because of this uh, the civil unrest going on there. Okay. All right, uh, but I don't know how long that's going on because, uh, and and yeah. you know what, I mean, people are, have hard feelings about it. You know, there's um, there's better. I, I don't think two white guys have the, you know, have all the answers for civil unrest in the United States, and we're neither one of us are in law enforcement. And I know you're a pretty progressive guy, and I am too. So there's nothing we can do other than saying we hope, you know, justice right. is served. 
and uh, right. people perceive it as being served, and that's the best I, I the best I can do. Okay. I can support, you know, I can support the cause, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. And I can understand the frustration yep. of a group of people because that's, but that's that's pretty much what I what I have to say about it. But I did have an interesting thing uh, I had to do today, which uh, I went to, yeah. to go to urgent care. I had been delaying yeah. this and delaying this. I have this little, I had a bump behind my right jawline. Yeah. I don't know if you ever noticed. Um, no, I don't think so. No? Okay. Um, it's a tumor. Okay. Yeah, I went there. It's a tumor, and they think it's benign. They think it's benign because it's hard. Uh, but um, I know, and I'm ha- talking about it uh, <laughs> rather cavalierly. It's funny. I'm a, the most nervous guy in the world, right? Right. I get yeah. anxious about it, but when it comes to my health, I don't get – I mean, I try to take care of myself. I haven't been doing a really great job since the gym's closed, and I – don't do my spin class, but yeah. I've been moderately healthy now that for my age. And so I went to urgent care and I got my blood drawn and I had, uh, you know, uh, uh, a cat, uh, cat scan with the dye and all that stuff. And they saw yeah. that it was encapsulated and all that stuff. And then tomorrow morning I had to go up to uh, uh, Miami to Doral and talk to a guy about having it removed. Uh, they wanted oh, really? to do like a biopsy. And I said, well, listen, if it's encapsulated and stuff like that, I'll just have it out. Why you want to take a section out and test it? Because I want to have it removed anyway. You know, right. I'm talking to the doctor and he goes, well, you want, I'm saying it's either is or it isn't right. So when they take it out, if it is on the unlikely event that it is more than you say it is right. They'll right. know by taking it out. Right. So the whole, the whole thing will be, the biopsy right yeah and i said it to him like this i go right and he goes yeah Yeah. but some and i go but i'm going holy crap man i i didn't know i didn't know that was a thing because like if i was a doctor i would just say why don't we just get it removed then we're tested if it's if it's just that then you don't have to worry about anything if it's something more, then you have something to worry about, which, you know, right. they say is very unlikely that is. And so I, I don't really worry about it until I know that's something to worry about. So I said, you know what? I'm going to get it ready to get it taken out. It's a shame it's not one of those things that if we were in uh, Cuba or uh, Costa Rica right. or Poland, I'm not saying a communist place or some some place with more like, let's say, not specialized doctors, doctors that do more than one thing, right? Non-specialized yeah. doctors, they would just take it in there that, oh, we see it there, we do this, then we do they take it out, and then we'll test it, you know? That's what, I right. think that would have happened, like, right after I did that. So I had it done. Right. But while I was in there, I got to share a little story with you. Ten people came outside of the office, and they were going to be tested for COVID-19. Oh. Yeah, they were exposed to it. Oh, wow. And Are they, were they Keys people? Like Keys Yeah, residents? Keys people. Keys oh. people. And they were out front. And I overheard the discussion on how they were going to handle the testing. Right? And it was a whole group yeah. of them. And a lot of them 
almost all of them didn't speak English. Oh, really? They spoke a Latin-derived language. Guess which one? Spanish? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. And, and wherever they worked, I guess they got exposed to it. And someone went out. And I don't know if the guy worked there because he was wearing a black polo shirt. Right? But they felt comfortable talking. And I had the door was open and I'm listening to the whole thing. I almost recorded the whole conversation because that would have been really. But that would have been probably. Probably. Uh, I would have been infringing on someone's rights, right? Yeah. Okay. So, right. I no, but I can report. So they go and said it, and the guy said, "Well, I didn't take any of the money. I gave them the money back because we checked their symptoms, and they're all mm-hmm. asymptomatic." Now, mm-hmm. you're only asymptomatic. I always thought. Now, this is my misinterpretation. I thought asymptomatic mentions that you have it. And you don't show the symptoms. Because if you don't right. show the symptoms, you're just not proven you're either negative or positive. Right? Right. If you don't have anything, if you don't have a fever and you don't have this and you don't have that, right? Then mm-hmm. you're, you're not asymptomatic. You're just not tested and you don't. You either could have it or don't have it, just like me. But I don't have a fever. I don't have chills. I don't have all that stuff. So, But he used the words, they're asymptomatic. So we're going to send them home and to quarantine themselves for two weeks. Okay. And then the conversation was, and I'm sure the owner of the company, where they work, and that's kind of like what they said, we'll pay them. And I'm like, right. bullshit probably. I mean, I, I can't see that, you know. Because first of all, if it's a group of 10 people and none of them speak English, I don't think yeah. um, the chances are they're not, their status is questionable. Right. So they're not eligible what, for any what do, you, what do you think they work? Do you know where they work? No. No, I couldn't say. I heard them mention yeah. some names, so I can't even talk about it. But it could have been like a group of people. It seemed like they mentioned a couple of restaurants, not the one I work at, and uh, two restaurants. I don't want to say it because that would be it. But I don't know what was in reference to that because they were also doing the lunch order too. But I always think if it's a group of 10 people and, and they speak Spanish and stuff like that, and they're down in Key Largo, they're not farm workers, right? Right. Because we don't have any farm workers. I was wondering if they were farm workers, maybe, yeah. No, no, but in in the Keys, unlikely. they Because, yeah. you know, if you worked in Homestead, it would be kind of ridiculous that they would live down in the Keys because the price cost of living is so much higher. <laughs> yeah, no exactly. What kind of, yeah. Even a regular trailer, you know, you can live for one-third or one-fifth the price up in Homestead. So, yeah. yeah, they don't see, they don't move down here to, you know, if you're undocumented, say, I'm going to move down to the Keys because I want a better, you know, live a better class of people when I live in a trailer with 20 people. And, um, right. so, uh, what happened is, uh, I'm thinking, wow, yeah, these, these people, uh, you're, you're telling them they're quarantined so they can't earn any money. Right. Which, right. <laughs> you know, they're not going to stop working. And who the hell would make them come in to be tested? 
because they wouldn't give a shit unless someone's dying. They don't give a shit. I don't mean saying they don't give a shit because they don't care as people and stuff like that. They got bigger concerns. Right. They got to put food on the table and stuff like that. Yep. They're not freaking out. They'll, I've seen them. They put on their things. They believe that it is and stuff like that. And they, get, they love their children and stuff like that. But they have big concerns. And their big concerns involve making money. And they got family right. in the old country and all that stuff. They got to send that back to. They, they're not... Um, they're not like the asshole that wants to get on his boat, you know, and doesn't care if he wears a mask when he goes in a gas station. These people, right. are, you know, they're, they're living hand to mouth. So, but I, I wonder how, you know, I just, I, I felt like it's a shame I was waiting there. I was waiting there and I couldn't get up and I could have gotten a really good story from it. But it, it sounded from what I knew like a good story anyway. Right? Yeah. But they showed up and they got turned. And then I thought about the guy saying they're asymptomatic. And I said, is that the way? And he, I wanted to say, who is that guy? Point over. And who is that guy? Who does he work for? Is he county? Right. Or stuff like that? Because he didn't seem like a doctor. Because I talked to another doctor and stuff. He seemed like someone that could be really? employed for by another agency. Some An agency that would they would you put him in a clinic. Right? right, to get him yeah. ready. So he's up there, and one of the girls at the front desk. It was funny. One of the girls at the front desk wasn't wearing a mask, and a doctor's office. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you believe that? You think you think they're trying to you think they're trying to keep the numbers down by just like not even giving them the test and just saying go home and quarantine. You know, I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want my emotions, my my imagination to run that direction. I did. I but it did run that way. Exactly what yeah. you said. Exact. I don't. I don't even have to repeat it. That's exactly what I thought. I think it, it's somebody from DeSantis's office saying, "Go down there and just tell people to go home and quarantine. We don't want the numbers to look bad." Well, we're not going to test them. They're asymptomatic, right. and. Uh, and quarantine, and that'll keep them. And they did their job. Where, uh, okay, yeah, first yeah, of all, you're telling least. people that aren't going to be given any type of aid to stop working. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. I said in I said on the last show, you close all the strip joints because you don't want girls giving table dances. You know, because that actually is kind of social distancing. It's not guys aren't really sitting next to each other when they're looking up the girls, but they are. You know, you can kind of toss the money up there if you kind of fold it up and stuff like that. You don't have to get within ten feet of someone. You don't run a really seer with a mask on or something like that. But it may be good if you were a guy going in, or it may be a good thing deal for you to wear a mask because, right, you can hide. Sure. You know, you go in there, you can wear the mask. You say, "Hey, listen, I'm going, to, I'm going to put on glasses and a mask. I'm going to the club, right? right? But you close <laughs> those down, right? And first of all, what are the girls going to do to make money? They don't have W twos. They don't have ten ninety nines. They don't declare that income. They don't go there right. accounting. Oh, accountant, I made seven hundred dollars Friday night. You know." Right. And stuff like that. So what are they going to do? And it's just like, and they close it down and say, I don't want to pass it. Well, the girls are going to have to earn money some way. 
and they can just go on to some kind of list service and stuff like that. One of my, one of the regular um, uh, guy, uh, Lee Sharp's buddy. He's a he's a reporter. He he had a phone number. Uh, Lee Sharp's a musician, a friend of mine, and a guy. He was mm-hmm. on a show a couple times, and one of his friends was on the show, and he had a phone number of a girl who worked uh, was an escort. To put it. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's J-Ron's back. J-Ron. Oh, J-Ron. Oh, he's back. He's live. Hey, J-Ron. J-Ron's on. Hi. Oh, he was two minutes ago. Hi, J-Ron. Yeah. J-Ron from Nova Scotia, I think it is. It was Canada, I know. Hi, J-Ron. Good to see you. I mean, J-Ron, you should be able to hear me if... Um, I mean, he just has live question mark. Yes, it is live. Um, oh, his picture's there. He looks every bit as much as a Canadian right there. I mean, pretty much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it looks similar to me. It's around the age, uh, the, the picture he has. Uh, so, what the guy said. So, yeah, the, the first and only thing. And uh, what we were talking about, so... You're telling I was I was making the comparison to a stripper not working, having to go and do something, you know, having to earn money, just like someone who's un um, undocumented, they would have to earn cash some way. Yeah. Right. So and they're probably is right. going back to work. But I wonder what I mean, through my head I said, Well, how the hell why would they go home? They say it's where the heart is. They also say it's wherever you make it. They don't say it's where you unload your stuff, get tired halfway through unpacking, use some boxes as furniture, realize your oven mitts in a box that doubles as a nightstand, don't want to buy a new nightstand, and use a towel as an oven mitt instead. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on renters and car insurance. Easier than grabbing a piping hot pan with a towel that's a bit too thin and trying to quickly get it to the counter. Ooh, hot, 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 hot. I mean, what would be the reasoning for them to go and be tested unless they really cared, you know? Ten of them. Or yeah. someone made them. Or someone made them go get tested. If someone had... I don't... Okay, they, that the, the plot thickens with that. I would love to... I love to hear that. I can understand someone else, like, working in a, in a, a regular job, right? Right. And they go and say, well, let's and I test a positive. Man, that's uh, medical. That's medical leave. Right. Another two weeks vacation. There's a lot of people uh, there. Uh, you know, a couple guys said there's people who aren't going to be returning to work because they're going to be making a lot more money uh, on unemployment. Uh, sure. Well, they may not want to return to work because people – Generally, a lot of jobs that aren't, um, you know, that if, uh, the jobs that you make more money being out of work aren't that great of jobs. Right. I, uh, you know what? And I just realized last week I, I make more money working. <laughs> so I, I realized that long ago, too. But uh, so you have the combination. It's a combination. They should say. You know, if I just gave me money. So, this, was this, is this how it feels to be independently wealthy? 
you know, not having to work. Because right. if, your, if your option was going into work and bringing home, let's say, with the base rate, and they take, you know, take the taxes out of unemployment and stuff like that, you, you end up getting $800 a week or $700 a week, and that's what you get from right. your, you know, your job. The, the exact amount, you're getting the exact amount as you would get from your job. People would say, well, I don't like my job, so I'd rather stay home watch Netflix. Um, right. Or, you know, but if it's half what you get, you say, I can't survive on this. Stuff like that. But the other people, they'll be thinking like, right. this is just like being a trust fund child. Just collect it, watch my Netflix, get my um, natural light, my my four cases of natural light once my check comes in, and I'm set. Yeah. You yeah, know, life is good. Except for the high price of chicken wings, right? Or something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they say, like, beef, supposedly beef is going through the roof and stuff like that. So, um, oh, J-Ron didn't respond. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I'll have. I'm going to try to keep the shows a little shorter. Uh, we still have, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get off. I just wanted to. Say that that's pretty much all I had today. I wanted to talk about. We still okay. I want to talk about some of the listeners now. We have uh, still Washington, Virginia. Washington, I'm, Virginia. Washington, Virginia. It's not Washington D.C. I'm saying it's Washington, gotcha. Virginia. They're still listening. Okay. There's still people, and right now they're up. They got maybe a hundred and I don't know how many residents they have. They're hundred. Uh, 150 residents, right? They got a small yeah. downtown area. Uh, I guess it's just sparsely populated. Washington, Virginia, and stuff like that. It's just it's um, sparsely. It's not a big. It's a small, small area, and they have a quaint little downtown area from the pictures I've seen. And I haven't been able. To, it was. It's been since. Um, uh, we had the pandemic, so I can't really venture up there right now. Who wants to go on a travel to a small town? You know, you start going visit them right now in the middle mm-hmm. of this. But uh, maybe it'd be right. a good time. But they started out, They there was eight episodes per. The total number of episodes were downloaded was enough for eight episodes per person. Wow. But now it's up to, now it's up to 12. Really? So... It's either um, one tenth or you know a ten percent market pepper, uh, penetration in Washington, Virginia, right? Ten percent right. with you know like ten percent of the town downloading, uh, you know like twenty shows, twenty five shows, right? right? Or it's one person who has. 10 devices downloading each show, every episode to each of their uh, devices. Right. Either way, that shows a little level. If I get a 10% in one town, that is amazing. And we have Chicago. L.A. just boosted. L.A. just got boosted. L.A. Really? Los Angeles, yeah. Uh, I wonder if that's my friend, the actress there. 
Jennifer. You never heard that episode, right? I told you about this. No. Morning. She just had her show was, uh, well, her show was bought out several years ago by uh, a Hollywood uh, producer. And mm -hmm. prior, at the beginning of all this stuff going out, they were in the midst of uh, producing the pilot. Okay. And she has a blog called uh, Talk uh, Nerdy to Me Lover. Nerdy. Uh, okay. N-E-R-D-Y. Right. Nerdy. Nerdy. Yep. Yeah. And uh, she uh, she did some interesting things. Well, on a podcast, she went on a bunch of dates um, on online service. She went, no matter whatever came in, she went on the date. Really? Yep. She went on a date. And she's no bimbo, you know. Just a, you know, just sexually free, you know, and um, wow. yeah, she's interesting. She's very interesting, uh, uh, smart. She's not like a, a, a Instagram bimbo. Right. You know what I mean by Instagram bimbo? That just takes the pictures and posts them, which I love. <laughs> Nothing wrong with them, but that's not that's not what they are. So. Um, so yeah, that could be LA. But if we get some LA listeners, because I'm, I'm working with a company to try to increase the uh, listenership to get my iTunes. iTunes drives podcast. Okay. ITunes. And like I, yeah. I've always thought, you know, this is the one thing. If I can get the people, the podcast in the hands of the people that get me or like me. Or would think this is entertainment. Because there's a whole lot of people out there that don't think this is entertainment. <laughs> really? That is fine. That is 100% okay. I realize that. I realize that. But there is a certain mindset of people out there to say, yes, he speaks to me. That may be just 1% or 2% of the listening audience. That's all I need. And I think I do all sure. right. Yesterday I did my, I had a great, I was at work and, oh, I didn't tell Abby this. I got to tell her what to do. I always wanted to do this because I heard a comedian do this one time. Uh, someone's drinking and they lived down the street and they had a couple drinks to have and the, the woman. And it turned out she was, had a very interesting story because I thought, you know, she, she, uh, she works at the grocery store, right? Mm -hmm. She's a clerk. She work she stocks she just stocks it but she uh, used to be a big person for one of these big delivery companies okay okay and yeah. it rhymes with bed mechs okay what yes don't say oh, it. okay i got it and yeah. she ran the she ran the the mm -hmm. hub in tokyo for the shipment there from their the cargo their cargo operation in Tokyo from that's where they shipped and she used to take regular hops there and she knew this stuff I'm talking to her she knew stuff and people say well people could post you know what I didn't think she that was the stuff she was into and she just got she just got burnt out she got burnt out. she was there 23 uh -huh. years she got burnt out burnt out right right so yeah. So she's having a drink, and then a couple of people say, hey, listen, I want some of this. And she keeps on asking me about this 
reggae band that I told her about. You told me about this reggae band. And so for the next 40 minutes, I'm putting music on the jukebox. Mm-hmm. She went first. She said yeah. it was Afrojack. Now it wasn't Afrojack. Afrojack is a hip hop artist, a great one, but I'm sure she Afrojack isn't reggae. So, but I went on and I put on Dolly Parton's Applejack, right? Like the cereal. <laughs> okay. So she goes like this. Oh, I told you to put on that, and you know I had the mask on. I said I put on Applejack. She goes, "You did? Oh, wow! That doesn't sound like that guy." And I said, "Well, that's that's Applejack." And I kept and she's saying Afrojack, and I'm saying Applejack. And I said, and she goes, "You're playing that?" And I said, "Yeah, Applejack. A, a is for Apple, J is for Jack." And I did the whole song. And she goes, oh, okay. I'm like, holy crap. And then I said, oh, do you want to hear that song? Now we had like 12 people in there, and they're spread out. So I went in and took, uh, I had about, there was 12 credits left on the machine because they give us bonus for all these people that put on. So I saved them, and I put in, um, I put in five uh, times, I put in What's Up Pussycat by um, Tom Jones. <laughs> and uh, because this comedian John Mulaney did it, and, it, and it, he, he tells it in his skit, so I put it in four times, and it starts out really yeah. easily. It starts out like with a, a horn, womp womp womp, and it goes, "What's new, pussycat?" Whoa, whoa! And if, so the first two times they go, first time times it plays, they go, "Wow, that is a really long song." And then it goes three times. It's ten minutes into a song, and they go. And it doesn't, it just blends in. And people say, that is a long song. Mm-hmm. And then it went four times. And they go, oh, my God, you got to turn off the juice box and stuff like that. Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> and so it stops at the fourth time. And then all of a sudden I said, it's not going to play. I promise you, it's not going to play What's New Pussycat. It goes into Tom Jones, It's Not Unusual. Right? And they didn't really mind. Exactly. That's the, exactly what the comedian did. And everyone's fine. And then when that song ended, it went right back into it's not unusual. <laughs> oh, I mean, no. Went right Come back on. into what's new, Pussycat, two more times. Oh God! Yeah. Oh no. What's it? Two more times? No. One more. Th- was it one, two, three, four times? Four times. What's new, Pussycat? It's not unusual. And then back to what's new, Pussycat. And everyone started kind of freaking out. They didn't really like it. But wow. that was the point. That's what I wanted to do, and we were having a good good time about that. So. That's what I do when the bo- it's boring, and yeah. that's what I think is entertainment. And if the if one percent of the population likes uh, something like that, and some people call it, I mean, listen, I really understand when they see some of the things, the names of my shows, and all that stuff, that titles of the show, that you know, that, that you're cheesy. Well, there's guys, there's true crime out there. You can go and listen to true crime. You got the morning show guys. Mm-hmm. You got the people that are outrageous about, you know, uh, in their language and stuff like that. Um, uh, people review music and all sorts of things. Right. You know, people that just dissect movies. They do comic book. TV, comic. Well, comic books. There's not. It's not a big thing. Comic books. I could still. I still get into comic books. You know, I really do. <laughs> and we were talking. Yeah. I can't wait for the boys to come back on. You said the boys uh, are coming back. When do yeah, they come? I'm sorry. What's that? 
He broke when up. did you say the boys are coming back the new season? Oh, yeah. I, I, they haven't announced the date, but I think it, it's pretty imminent. I would say in the next month or two. Yeah. You know, in the next yeah. couple months, in the next – you know what? The smartest thing is that James Bond movie, they didn't release it. They put so much money into it. They they right. were about to release it at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. So they didn't – they're going to wait. Well, and, there's a couple of Marvel movies that they did that with, too. They, uh, they didn't release uh, Black Widow. Oh, yeah? They waited on Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson. So. Oh, yeah? Yeah, okay. that's ready to go. They're just waiting for, you know, theaters opening, so. Oh. Well, there's nothing like getting that rancid popcorn, man, and that imitation butter, and that smelly oh, yeah. garbage theater seat, nasty. you know, with nasty seats. <laughs> I don't think that, right. that, if you've sat in those, you should probably be immune from COVID-19. You probably should. Yeah, you touch or, the popcorn, or, you put or your work. hand on the hand rest, put it in. That's got to be a place. It's got to be. Yeah, you should. I mean, you should be able. They they used to have. A, I mean, the thing when I tell people, if we have any young listeners, they used to have adult movie theaters. Oh. Yeah, with fabric seats, yeah. with fabric oh. seats. Right, and the so things that. that went on in there, and I've never been in one. I've never been in one. I was terrified of it. Yeah, come on. I couldn't. Nope, nope. I was terrified. They were still around. They were still around. But when they existed at that <laughs> point, they were so disgusting in the worst part of towns. Oh, right. the worst places. And you just drive by and you go, wonder what that's like inside. And they show it in the movies. And when they show it in the movies, you think, wow, what a seedy, yeah. dark, disgusting place with depravity and stuff like that. And wouldn't you know, I'm looking at it, I bet it was worse. Probably. You know, whenever they show like something, they dramatize movies they dramatize and they make it worse or more imagined or better or worse or more horrible right i bet the one thing they couldn't get right yet is the disgustingness of an adult movie theater probably oh my god well there was a did you see see the show on the deuce on hbo um no i know what you're talking about well, that was watch. about, and I talked about it on the episode, stuff like that. And uh, if uh, listeners, if you have HBO Go or whatever, so like it, go back and watch the Deuce. It's a history of the sex industry from the the seventies to the nineties in uh-huh. uh, near Times Square in New York. And I think they show a couple of the movie theaters. They show the massage parlors, some of the peep shows the uh, prostitution, you know, and, 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 um, porno industry. It's all about that mm-hmm. stuff. And it is so seedy and <laughs> the stuff they have to do in the coin peep show. Oh, oh man. I mean, just to be able to clean up, you know, you always, you know, it's always like, what's the most disgusting job. That's probably, um, 
you know, there's probably uh, ones you know where you have to clean up blood and stuff like that, like during a civil war, a civil war uh, custodian in one of those tents right. in uh, Chancellorsville or something like that, or or Gettysburg. It's probably gruesome, but nothing could be more yeah. disgusting than that. You know, I uh, oh. I can imagine. You know, working. You know, so whenever you feel that you need to wash your hands and stuff like that, you think it's too much to wash your hands or wear a mask. Just think of watch one of those shows, man. And you wonder how did these people go in there without mask and gloves? How did people right. in a day, if we go like this, how did you ever operate without gloves on or without Purell? God forbid, right. Purell. I'll say it once again, Purell. Purell. It's crazy. So, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. and how we ended like that? Well, because Key West is open up, and I did do a dedication to the poor working, the, the people that work in those industries down in Key West. Hopefully, I wonder. Uh, so I said they're going to be opening up the bars and theaters. I wonder if that goes yeah. for those. Goes for what? Key West? Yeah, I wonder if it goes for those adult entertainment places. Oh. Oh, I don't know about that. That would be yeah. very interesting. Yeah. So. Okay. Strip clubs? I may change the title. Oh, you are? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Abby's leaving. I'm going to order some pizza. You want me to order something for you? I'm going to call you. Hey, listen, I don't mind. Uh, listen, I'm going to continue doing this for a little longer then. Yeah, what? What did you say? Steve? No, I, nothing. I'm good. Okay. So, yeah, well, uh, since she is going outside, I can just say that um, the the adult uh, places, I, I speculated that, and I mentioned earlier, that there's there's so many people that are not, not making income right now. I guess they were working in other fields. What are, what are they doing now? Right. Right? Are they, I mean, do they have to live off some of their patrons? Oh, thank you. Do they have to live off one of their patrons? Do you think like a scuzzy old white guy? Like a sugar daddy? Oh, my God. You have uh, grimy little hand. I mean, someone someone like me, but not as handsome, right? Right. Yeah. I know. I'm not saying that's pretty ego-driven. I shouldn't have said that. That's horrible. But... Um, uh. Yeah, I mean, what are they doing? Are they going on Tinder dates? I mean, they have to. They have to go on Tinder dates. How they gonna make? How they make money? Where are they going? Do they do they have to go know. to another part of the country? I mean, is there another part of the country we can get, go and be a stripper? I don't think so. Because without you know that, it's it's when they go in the couch dance thing, you know, that's where right. they make your money, and they get you going. And then they get you go to a, the ATM to get another hundred, two hundred dollars because once you got that, you're ready to go. I'm like, I'm. Spe- oh God, I don't want to say I'm speaking from experience. Come on, I didn't say that. I didn't say. I said I don't want to say. <laughs> that is not a denial or a confirmation. Right. Okay, but it's not an outright lie. So, 
They, they. I mean, if you can get, if you can get like a hundred, uh, you can get a hundred, two hundred dollars from. You know, you do that. Oh my God! Some of those girls down there, I'm sure they're walking out with a grand, a grand. Right. What are they doing? What are they doing? They, they have to go. Uh, I mean, they have to go and do the stuff they probably didn't want to have to do. Uh, you maybe some of them. I bet some of them. You know. What do you mean, some of them? Any of them are quality. Some of them, you know, like if they have kids, if they're really desperate, they they may have to do what you know what they have to do. Kids, kids. Some of them have habits they got to support. They got to pay rent. Yeah, got to pay rent. So sure. Okay. Well. Um. Well, we're gonna end this now. If that's all right with you, hey, why don't you give uh, a rundown on what you do. Talk about uh, um, Key Largo Comics. Oh, well, you know, uh, buy and sell comics. Mostly sell. You can find me on eBay uh, under Key Largo Comics. I'm on Twitter also under Key Largo, Key Largo Comics. So I also do YouTube shows. You can check me out there. So that is. Okay, under Key Largo Comics. Right. Great. And listen, folks, if you are listening to share with your friend, get the numbers up. I promise there's a, oh, God, there was a woman who said her daughter worked, wants to work in radio. Mm-hmm. And um, and I said, oh, well, and she goes, can you give her a job? I said, how old is she? And she goes, 17. And, and she's a beautiful young girl. And I mm-hmm. go, I said, I don't really have a job for that right now. I want to have someone do the sound and handle the sound and stuff like that. But I just said, yeah. I'm thinking, I said, I don't know if the optics would really be good for that. You know, having, <laughs> yeah. and, and she goes, what do you mean? I said, oh, your, she, your daughter's beautiful and all that stuff. I said, I, I didn't quite say that. I'm going, uh, I'm going, listen, I would, you know. And, you know, nowadays, I guess all they'd have to do, well, the sound, they'd have them have them present to handle the sound while we're recording to get the right, right. sound. And then that's all I have to have them around for and stuff like that. But then if we're doing shows and stuff like that, I wouldn't be able to travel and stuff like that. I know. It's sexism is alive and well. You say, are you saying, Jim, that you can't hire an attractive woman? Because it, I didn't say that. What I'm saying is the optics aren't good. You know, right? It best yeah. if it's like a fat old guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't care what color, you know, I, I or anybody, but you know, just hiring anybody attract. Nowadays, we you know what happened if you look at it. I'm a bartender. Bartenders have a bad rep- reputations, right? right? Yeah. So yeah, especially I'm, you. I. Oh, man, I don't have that bad reputation. I used to have a bad <laughs> reputation, but not as a bartender. And that's years ago in a different place in time. Well, that's not too um, – yeah, it's over 10 years ago, something. And yeah. It wasn't a bad reputation. It's just like I got around a little, you know. <laughs> that's just the way it was. Um, but if you are listening to the show, please pass it on to your friends. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, share as much as you can. Subscribe to the show. Leave uh, and leave reviews on iTunes. Become a subscriber and leave your tune, 
on, on, on iTunes. Listen on iTunes. Tell, share it on iTunes because we're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We're not on a Pandora yet. I don't know what it is about Pandora. It's not that we're discussing because a lot of discussion shows on Pandora, but for some reason we're not on Pandora yet. But we're on every other platform. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, there's probably 10,000 listeners a month. So we'll yeah. get it to 20,000 and stuff like that. And once it's 20,000, it's game over. We're going to um, 20. I mean, there's a lot. I know there's a lot more. But when we get 20,000, I think it's right around the corner. We can get 50, 50 maybe 75,000. And stuff like that. Really? Yeah, yeah. And then I'll spend right. more time on the show. I'll get better content and stuff like that. And uh, right. better content because I have ideas. I do have ideas. Right. I try to be creative, and the shows aren't staying. I don't use catchphrases. I don't use catchphrases. No. Do I say the same hey. thing twice? Sometimes. Sometimes I repeat myself. Sometimes I say the same like, What? What about your drop? What about your drops? Like you know, you're an asshole. Oh, that one? Oh, Jesus! Where is yeah. that? You throw one in there. I'm gonna throw it in right now, Tina's. Well, look, well, some people find us funny. I'm gonna do this as Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good laugh. And some people don't think that much of us. And this is Tina. You're an asshole. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, we got to do it twice. <laughs> You're an asshole. Thank you. Yeah. I, yeah, I know. But uh, we're going to get Howard. We've got Howard and Keith. Uh, I, this is a lot of the whack pack I got. I can do there. So I, yeah. anytime some interesting voice comes around, I want to. I want to keep it. So I'm ready to enshrine it in the show. Maybe instead of I'm gonna, instead of the beginning, it's going to be Tom laughing, then Tina calling me an asshole. People go, see you later, jerk off, you know, like that. <laughs> and oh, what was this thing? Some a couple guys walked in to the bar, and I know maybe someone did it before. I never heard it, but I said, look who it is, Tweedledee and Tweedledee dildo. <laughs> and they liked that one. And yeah. They, and some guy was telling me I need a haircut. It looked like he had the worst case of bedhead. After he had electroshock therapy. And I said, that's easy for you to say, George Clooney. And they busted up because the guy did not look like George Clooney. So, okay. Well, we're going to say goodbye. I'm going to thank Steve. Uh, Don't go anywhere, Steve. I'm just going to do the music, okay? Can you hum? Do you know the theme to the music? The song? Um, Not off the top of my head. Okay. Sorry. It goes like this. Don't, 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 don't. I'm going to play it right now. Three, okay. two, one. Goodbye, everyone. Well, I don't hear anything. Shit. There it goes. Okay, Steve.